difficult. So welcome to the She Can Show, where we shift, heal and expand by sharing amazing stories from fellow women entrepreneurs who are here to help you really to shift, heal and expand too, by just being vulnerable, open and raw. Here is a space where we believe that no man, woman or child should be born into any form of exclusion or, or anything like that. So this is about having... Um, Labels are for jars and not people. This is the methodology of it all, right? We believe that whatever you've been labeled with, whatever things life has thrown at you, that you can still thrive and survive. Um, more than survive, thrive and thrive. So with this in mind, I've got the pleasure of introducing Janine Worth, who is uh, the trauma whisperer. And she's going to explain a little bit about what she does um, and how she got here throughout this interview and you're going to be able to to take away some really key insights about how you can move forward if you've ever experienced any type of trauma and what trauma really would look like because we've got this idea already right um and so janine welcome to the show Thanks. thank you so much for having me i'm excited to be here fantastic i'm excited to, to get delve real deep first of all let's go into what actually is trauma in your in your perspective okay so what i found in doing this work is that most people don't understand trauma so when i say the word trauma people think maybe war veterans or they think you know that some big front page news story a hideous car accident or something like that which it can be that's the big t trauma but what people often don't realize is that we have little t trauma and this is often trauma that happens early on in childhood that probably won't land you on the front page of a newspaper so this could be things like a teacher telling you um, you're never going to be good enough you know, you're never going to accomplish anything. It can be a very unsettling home life, you know, parents that maybe have um, addiction issues or that are emotionally unavailable that make you feel not good enough in some way. And what happens is when we look back at it now as a mature adult, you think, well, that wasn't so bad or that happened so long ago, I should be over it. But what we don't realize is at the time that it happened, so maybe six years old, 10 years old, 12 years old, at that point in time, you weren't emotionally mature and able to properly, to, pro pro <laughs> to properly process what was happening to you because you were still a child, your brain was still developing. So what happens is that the subconscious mind then attaches emotions to these traumatic events. And then later on in life, when we get triggered because these haven't been processed properly, we then notice, oh, why all of a sudden when my boss makes me feel like I'm not good enough, am I having this big emotional meltdown? what's actually going on behind that because the subconscious mind goes oh i know this i recognize this this is like that time when you were six years old and your mother said i wish you'd never been born you know and that is what causes issues later on and most people don't realize that mm. so true and it's so profound and i think we when i first started doing the work as well 
when I heard the word trauma, it was like, no, 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 not me, never. And and so it was it was when I found out what what the, the, the word isn't just this one dimensional thing, it, it totally changed the way I looked at it as well. Okay, but what makes you so passionate about this area of work? What happened to you? Well, it's I think that I have a very complex and long-lasting relationship with trauma. So um, I was born to a mother who had experienced trauma in her teen years, but had unfortunately had not received help. Because back in the day, you know, it wasn't something that we talk about openly like we do nowadays. So how I know that tra trauma shows up in the way you parent is through my own experience. <laughs> And so I had a traumatic childhood myself. And then when I was 18 years old, it was actually the day that I got my driver's license, I experienced a hijacking, kidnapping and attempted rape at gunpoint. So from that, I then realized that I had PTSD, received the diagnosis, went to a therapist, and he said something quite significant to me in that first appointment. Um, because you tell a bit about your your life, your history, and then obviously the experience that brought you there. And he said to me, Janine, I believe your traumatic childhood and the resilience that you built up because of that actually ended up saving your life in that experience. So that was the first time that I had any sort of inkling of gratitude for that experience. And that started this lifelong, I wouldn't say obsession, but it's pretty close with finding out everything that there is about trauma and how it affects, especially women, because we're always the last people to ask for help. We spend our lives making sure that everyone else is okay. And seeing how it affects our careers, our relationships, how we parent, even what we are willing to accept in life. And that led me to where I am today, which is a licensed psychotherapist, a clinical hypnotherapist and coach, helping specifically women to overcome unresolved trauma and heal from painful life experiences. Wow, that's, that's a lot. That's, and to do that, what that heart-centered work after going through all those different periods must 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 be quite liberating to an extent as well because you're passing on so much of the great things that you've learned as well and healing others that's that's um so with regards to that i know 18 year old trauma and childhood trauma and that bridge of resilience that you built up what would you say are some of the tools that you've used um sort of in the everyday now based on those those things so back in the day, we just had uh, talk therapy. Um, but in the, the meantime, things have developed quite a bit. And a method that I like to use myself with my clients is where we actually combine regression hypnosis with parts of traditional therapy. I find that is a really effective way of uh, getting to the emotions that we need to process. Because in talk therapy, and obviously I can do that, I'm trained to do it. We talk about what we think. So how do you think that affected you? 
And there we're using the logical mind, but in a hypnosis, we're going straight to the subconscious mind and we're seeing things from the perspective of when it happened. So if you say, for instance, a dog attacked you when you were eight years old, in hypnosis, I'm seeing it from your eight-year-old perspective. And that means that I can get the results needed a lot quicker, but doing it in a safe way where the client doesn't get re-traumatized. Other things that I believe help in everyday sort of um, that should be part of your routine is having really good boundaries because as women, very often we want to avoid conflict and we end up saying yes when we really want to say no and doing things from this energy of obligation and getting to the point where we have way too much on our plates. And of course, self-care. I believe that everybody should have at least a morning routine, you know, where they're setting themselves up for the day, checking in with themselves. How do I really feel today? that can be meditation, journaling, a guided hypnosis. There's so many different tools. It's just about, first of all, making the time. And second of all, finding something that you actually enjoy because this is adding to your life. We don't want it to be just one more chore on your to-do list. This is something that's supposed to nurture your soul and enrich your experience. So, I always say, you know, if you, a lot of people talk about journaling, if that's not your thing, that's okay. Something else will be. It's just about taking the time to find out what that is. Mm. So, so true. And I think finding, finding out and being patient with yourself is so important because I think we, we have, we work in the should of, or should be, should in world. And yeah. it's so important that we, we honor ourselves, right? You talked about, unresolved trauma and what that could what does that actually could that look like in terms of the symptoms within the everyday and I know some people like when I first believed that oh um no I'm good I'm good I don't need to just talk about it are there symptoms that you can spot or somebody else could spot to, to know and identify that they've got some unresolved trauma that they need to address Sure. So when we talk about PTSD or complex PTSD, we have this cluster of symptoms, which people usually associate with trauma, like flashbacks, nightmares, heart palpitations, anxiety, that kind of thing. But there's this group that I refer to as everyday secondary symptoms. And these are things like binge eating, or adrenal fatigue, procrastination, lack of motivation. Um, for female entrepreneurs, it could maybe be visibility issues where they know what they're supposed to be doing to be visible in their business, but they can't just bring themselves to do it. So there's a lot of self-sabotage involved. And these could be signs. It's usually the secondary symptoms that lead my clients to me because they'll get to the point where they're just so sick and tired of not getting the success that they want, of having this issue showing up time after time and nothing is working. So usually those things, and I mean, even binge eating, at one point I had about 75% of the clients and I have a global virtual practice showing up with binge eating. And they're like, what is going on with this? I've got everything else. You know, I've got a family, I've got a business I love. I'm sort of like checking all these boxes, but when it comes to my eating, I just feel like I'm completely out of control. 
And in 95% of those cases, it could all lead back to something traumatic happening in their childhood. And when they get triggered in the present, so say for instance, that boss triggers them, oh, you really messed up, you're not good enough, they get triggered, I'm not good enough. That reminds them of a time from previously, and they try to soothe themselves in the present using food. And it's usually not the good stuff. It's like chocolate and fast food, burgers, all these kind of things, biscuits, cakes, trying to just make themselves feel better. And when we take away the cause, the triggering stops, and then you don't have to stuff yourself to feel better. So I think you've hit so many points, pivotal points that people are kind of, they're just not aware of. Or they're just thinking, oh, it's just because I need to put my big girl pants on and get on with it, which is something that I've heard of many different um, thought leaders talk about, you know, just get on with it, just do it. And I think when we don't move forward and think of where is this coming from um, rather than a, just getting on with it, I think, you know, it's that, that resilience is really important, don't get me wrong, but I think we, it's so important that we deal with our, our traumas and we look at ways to heal. Um, so the work that you do is amazing. Obviously, based on all of the things that you're talking about and the types of clients that you work with, but is there a case where, you're, where there's so much resistance from a client that, I mean, is there a part where the client has to say, yes, I'm ready, or when do you know when somebody is ready? What does that look like? Okay. So first of all, they when they come to me, I have a conversation with them and I ask them, why did, why did you reach out to me? There must be a reason. And they will then explain the issue. And we will then have a conversation about how this is actually affecting their life. Because if it's a four out of 10 for them, yeah, they could still live with it. It might not be comfortable. But I work with people where they eight, nine, or 10 out of 10 because obviously I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to waste my time. Um, I do charge for my work because it is a business. So when they invest in themselves, they know that there is some expectation involved. I always say, Working with me is not a spectator sport. You're going to get down and dirty and we're going to start on this journey together because we're taking all of these obstacles out of their way. So I make that very clear in the first conversation and I tell them I don't just work with anybody. I need to know that you're in this because all my knowledge, my skill, the time and money that I spent uh, acquiring the knowledge and skills that I have mean nothing if you're not in it with me. I can't heal for you. Just as I had to do my own work, so do you. Mm. And that's the gift in it. A lot of times people get scared and they think, well, this is going to be so hard. It doesn't have to be. There is the gift in that. And to see healing as a journey. You know, it's not a one-stop destination. It's not like I'm going to do this one meditation. I'm going to journal once and then I'm there. It's like, unfortunately not. <laughs> this mm. is a lifelong self-development process. And it's like an onion. You know, usually when you start taking those layers off, 
you keep you get to the next thing and that is a wonderful gift because each of us should be striving to become the next best version of ourselves you know if you don't want to be better at all then i don't know what the point is i mean it's boundaries for you boundaries demonstrated um i i think that's a, a great way to so if you're listening to this and you believe that you're you are at that stage in your own mind that you it's not about you know living with it and you, you know you really want to heal this and you want to take that journey you want to move forward then you know how to reach out i'm going to link leave some links below this video i believe below this podcast so that you can literally get in contact um, with janine because her work's obviously transformative and trauma isn't something you just do once like like janine said it's, it's like a spiritual practice you don't do it just once it's a daily thing because you need daily healing um okay another question i had was about what if somebody just thought okay um i know people go to different types of um i guess courses and they say they're they're cured in a day and they're, they're not triggered anymore and everything's fine um What's your mindset behind childhood trauma that doesn't get resolved um, and as an adult and what happens and what that looks like for people? Okay. So when it doesn't get resolved, that can show up in quite a few different ways. So first of all, we have the self-soothing way. This is where addiction and all these negative habits and behaviors come in. So it could be binge eating, gambling, excessive drinking, um, you know, one night stands, behavior that could actually end up harming you because you're trying to distract yourself and to make yourself feel better in some way. Then it can be the self-sabotage thing where you are procrastinating or you are maybe not showing up, not doing or taking the actions necessary to get you to the success that you want. And then there can also be physical symptoms. Often people think, oh, you know, it's just about a feeling that you have, you know, maybe you're depressed, but the body actually holds on to trauma. And very often people can develop autoimmune diseases, you know, where they, their body is basically fighting a war against them, trying to get their attention. So adrenal fatigue, depression, anxiety, all of these very real and serious conditions. And then the last one, which is the most tragic, in my opinion, is where it develops into a mental health crisis, where there's you know, mental health illness involved, where, you know, maybe it can be bipolar or sometimes it can go really bad all the way to schizophrenia on that. And that's where uh, a medical intervention is needed. So basically, if you don't deal with a trauma and you kind of ignore it to an extent and use soothing and, and other things to ignore it to an extent, you're going to find yourself in a downward spiral. It's not necessarily going to be beneficial to you. Um, you're going to you're basically self harming yourself, um, and it's not going to be beneficial to anyone around you that is in your circle. So there's there's a huge amount of of, of reasons why you should do this work. Um, why you should use a professional and seek a professional to do this. 
Um, but what, what would you say um, is something that you would tell yourself when you was in that situation yourself, when you had, when you just, even before you went to the doctor and, you, you, and they said, you know, this is, you make built resilience. What would you want it to say to yourself back then that you did that you don't, the capacity to have, you didn't have the capacity at that time? What would that sound like? Well, what I've learned and what I believe everybody needs to hear is that regardless of where you start out in life or what happens to you, because you can imagine, I hear the worst of the worst, sexual assault, domestic violence, all kinds of things. It doesn't matter where you start out or what you've experienced. You can, with one decision, decide that that's just going to be one page of your story. Because when you decide, I don't want to be this person, I want to be the best version of myself, that's one decision. And then you start that journey and you can consciously create your experiences. You know, I know people that have had the most horrific childhoods that go on to become amazing healers, very successful entrepreneurs, people that really give back to society in such meaningful ways. And who's to say that they can't be the next person to do that? You know, that's the difference to me between being a victim and a survivor, because those are two completely different energies and mindsets. Yeah, completely. Completely different power dynamics, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're speaking to the survivors, people that want to be survivors rather than the victims. What's your offer to them today so that they can move forward with you? Okay, so I offer a free support group for women on Facebook that is called Heal and Transform Your Life. It's a non-judgmental space where women who are interested in self-development can come I do free trainings in there and it's basically teaching women the things we talk about, boundaries, self-care, um, how to not get into relationship with narcissists, things like that. And then on my website, which is Janine Worth, Worth with an I, dot com, there people can book a call with me if they want to have a free consultation. And there we discuss the issues that they have and what they would like for their life. And from there, I will give them a tailor-made offer because everybody's journey is really individual and everybody needs to have a package or something that is tailored to their needs. Just went blank. Um, Fantastic. So you heard Janine, I'm going to post the links below as well so that you can contact her. But I hope that this served you well and, and look, let you know exactly what you can do, the signs that come up, the symptoms to help you move forward, uh, to work with Janine, to find out more about how she works as well. The free Facebook group, the consultation, all to help you to shift, heal and to expand so you're not staying in that same place because it's possible, right? Everything's possible. What hearing the story today, hearing Janine's testimony is possible. So if you was to sum up your shift in healing and expansion story, just to sum up everything, Janine, what would you say was the most profound thing that was helpful for you? Realizing that 
I have the power to decide how this is going to go. I could very easily have decided, okay, well, I'm just going to be a victim. I'm just going to live this small mundane life. And then deciding, okay, but what if there's more? What if all of this happened for a reason? What if there's a bigger lesson in it and a bigger gift? And I think that everybody should ask themselves that question. And on that note, that's, that's the like mic drop situation there. Thank you, Janine. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for, for your wisdom and your insights as well. And like I said before, this is about shifting, healing and expanding. Contact Janine. She knows what she's talking about. You heard her testimony and everything she said today. And comment below as well. What was your biggest takeaway? What did you learn from this that you kind of want to resolve now? Thanks for watching. Or listening. Oops. And then I've got to stop recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>